0: like nobody would ever fire you from a job for hooking up with somebody who you met at a bar but somebody will fire you for like masturbating with somebody via webcam and it's like that's that's insane that's insane like why is it way more acceptable to like have risky sex with a stranger than to have totally safe consensual sex on your computer hello and
1: welcome to miseducated a show about unlearning the misguided rules from society that govern our lives. With me, your host, Tash Doherty. Hi everyone and welcome back to Miseducated. With me, your host, Tash Doherty. This week, we're back chatting with Lola about her work as a cam girl. And what I wanted to understand is how Lola's work as a cam girl fits in with the rest of her life, as she's dating and living in New York and trying to get a full-time job during the pandemic. Lola started as a cam girl when she was a freshman in college, and I was curious as to whether she thought she would still be doing this kind of work to supplement her income all these years later we'll also talk about whether the pandemic has impacted this kind of work as well, and how she views Cam Girling overlapping with her romantic relationships. So, enjoy! Interesting. And then, would you say, like... Does it rank also based on your preferences and stuff too? Like guys that follow you, they seem other people who are like you as well.
0: So you do, you have like a recommended page, which will like just recommend users to you, but also like most people search like tags. So it's like, I'll tag like some of my like identifying features and then maybe like smoking and everybody, there are all sorts of tags for whatever your your kink is or like your demographic is um can you give us some tag
1: examples I'm sure like some of them are very obvious like you would also get with porn tags but I'm wondering if there's any random ones that just out of the box
0: um I don't know I mean there are a lot of like racialized things there are a lot of things about like age there yeah a lot of like different fetishes like it's I mean it's everything it's so hard to be like what's out of the box you know like it's like humiliation out of the box not really you know it's like micro dick out of the box not really when you're on these sites you know so it's like it's it's, it's every people tag person. whatever the fuck
1: <laughs> wow that's insane so you started building this following and then have you seen it like steadily increase based on the fact that you post like once a week
0: um yeah I yeah. when I do it frequently my my following like goes up a lot um Because I would say it's, like, doubled in, like, just the last six months. But I also think that's in part because of the pandemic. Like, I think people just being stuck at home are are beating off more. Um, But, yeah, I mean, yeah, my following definitely increases a lot when I'm on frequently. Right. Which I haven't been lately, but... And do you think this kind of
1: platform is legal or, like, what are the other things that people don't really consider around the legality of it that you're like oh this needs a change
0: um I think it is legal the biggest issue would be like privacy concerns I think just that people can like screen record you without your consent and like that kind of thing mm. um not that that's like a feature of the site but it's just just like a general liability um I don't know what else people do that's illegal. I mean, there's definitely, like, some stuff that I think is, like, totally... There's, like, taboo, like, pedophilia things that go on that I think are just, like, awful and should be instantly flagged. There should be, like, an algorithm, you know, that, like, points that... But it doesn't... It doesn't. That that happens all over. And you have to, like, individually block people and, like, kick them out of your room and that kind of thing, so...
1: Yeah, I don't know. There's kind of more of a grey area with a lot of these things, so what other feedback would you have for the people who like built the chatterbait site like are there little things about it that you wish could be improved for you apart from the fact that they're taking a big chunk of your money
0: <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah that's the biggest one um I don't think I'm like as invested enough in it to have like a really intense list of grievances you know I, I think if it were like my primary source of income it would be different but because it's just something that I do really periodically, it's not something that I spend a lot of time thinking about like but there are very specific payout periods that I think are probably kind of frustrating for people who it is their primary source of income that you have to like structure your entire transferring your like coins from the site to your bank account based on like their cuz it's like what the fuck like you don't have fucking timesheets like this is stupid you know what I mean like there shouldn't be a pay period because it's if you work 60 hours last week and you make $2,000, you should be able to get that shit right away. You shouldn't have to wait two weeks to get paid. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. I'm not
1: working. That is ridiculous. I um, guess okay, so when you were 18, did you think you would still be doing this kind of work, like on and off on the side?
0: No, I didn't think I was going to be in this financial situation at this point when I was 18. I was not anticipating that. It was extremely disappointing. Um <laughs> but it's like I mean you know what are you what are you gonna do it's like depression and a pandemic like it is what it is what it is um but I wouldn't say I've been doing it more now because or yeah I was living with my mom so I took a complete and total hiatus for
1: a while from that work but also you were spending less I'm guessing because you didn't have to pay rent and stuff as
0: yeah. well. yeah yeah, no, I was just home, and it's like my mom's house is very small, so I was not going to be camgirling cam in the other room, so yeah, uh, I didn't do it at all, and then I like came to New York, and I've kind of been like seeing people, and it's like, I don't know, I don't, I don't really like to like cam girl when I'm like frequently having sex with people who I actually like, you know, it's like, so. <laughs> <laughs> I Wait, what
1: about that, the, I don't know, feels different to you, I guess maybe the masturbation element of it, like if you're not masturbating yeah,
0: much, then I'm, like. And it's like, I don't want attention from like random men on the internet. If there's like someone who's, I'm having very good sex with, who I really enjoy their company. It's like, you know, I want their attention specifically.
1: (laughs) But the money in in that sense, are you going to have to keep doing it? Or are you hoping to like get a full-time job that will pay you enough that you won't have to do it anymore?
0: Yeah. I'm not committed enough to it to where it's like really substantial, you know, like I mean, like $300, $400 a month is good money, but it's like, I would rather devote my time to getting a job that I like actually want to do. Um, That's a lot more money than that, you know, like that's really not going to do it for me. Um, It's not a priority of mine by any means. And like, even though I'm broke, it's still kind of like, I'm like, I'm doing other things, freelance work to supplement my income. That's more lucrative and it's more work, but like, I'm not like mentally in a place where I want to be online doing sex work I'm just not there right now yeah I guess
1: that that totally makes sense and so you really do intend to like not I mean what kind of place emotionally would you have to be in to want to do this kind of work again do you think
0: um I mean it hasn't been that long since I like was doing I was doing it like frequently in August because I got ghosted (laughs) I was like I got ghosted so I was really sad and then I like didn't want to like go out with anybody else because I still had feelings I like wasn't like dating but I was still super horny and I was still super broke and so I was like okay and so then I did it for a while for like a month and then I started seeing someone else <laughs> it, like fizzled out again like it was fine
1: totally okay so then now would you say in the middle of the pandemic you were kind of mentioning this before we started the conversation but how's the job search going
0: I mean, it's really fucking stressful. It's really stressful. It's like the kind of work that I'm interested in doing in New York has a very limited supply of entry-level positions. Um, So that's frustrating. And I don't... Have a well connected family. So it's like I have to really work my own connections, which is also frustrating because it's like pretty humiliating to be DMing people I went to college with, like, hey, can you give me advice on like how you got your position and blah, blah. And it's just like makes me want to kill myself. And like they don't respond half the time, you know? Like they don't give a fuck. They're like, I got this job because I'm rich and I deserve it. Like fuck you, you know? So (laughs) it's like I'm like in a bad mood today because I spent all day writing cover letters and just like, I don't know. it's, It's soul sucking.
1: Well, I mean, considering you're in such a bad mood, this has been like a really interesting conversation. So obviously, thanks so much for chatting with me, because, you know, hopefully going to give you a bit of light at the end of the day. Yeah, in that sense, I've also felt that really humiliated from messaging people before being like, oh, hey, a new job. Can you help me? And then they don't respond. And I feel like also during the pandemic, as time goes on, people just respond to messages less and less like nobody's responding to texts and stuff these days like, people are just so (laughs) people just so over it that it's even harder to communicate when it comes to. yeah
0: I mean it's so much harder to network too we're not going to parties and we're not going out to bars so it's like all of our networking has to happen like via social media which is just extra weird like I think it would be much easier to like hustle gigs if we're like drinking and they're like you're so cool and I'm like you're so cool and you want to work together like I'm very confident (laughs) when I'm (laughs) sober um
1: I mean you still have your account right your cam girling account so do you think you'll like go back to it anytime soon or are you just gonna when would you ever delete that is what I'm trying to understand
0: oh when would I delete it that's an interesting question but I've never thought about it I've never like been in a position where I felt like it was very compromising But I don't know, maybe if I had like a more high profile job and I was like worried about that kind of thing, I would take it down, you know, like just like literally somebody like figuring out it was me by like tracking my IP address or some crazy shit, you know, like I don't trust these internet kids. Like I don't trust them. No way. If I were in like a serious, serious relationship with someone who like was not into that, not that I I don't really disclose that to people I'm dating, I just don't do not tell them that it exists and it's like something that they need to know about. Like it's not something I disclose voluntarily. So, but if I were ever honest, (laughs) I would take it down.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, I mean, do you
1: have any advice from your experiences for girls who would like be thinking about doing this or not doing this or what you should and should not do regarding this kind of work?
0: Um, I would just say, be careful about protecting your identity. Not even because of, you know, like worrying about your reputation, but just like your safety, like straight up, someone will stop you. Um, and I would say if you feel uncomfortable, like just log off. And if you want to go back to it, then you go back to it. But like, you shouldn't feel any kind of pressure to prove anything to anyone. Don't let anyone talk you into doing anything you don't want to do. Like, just like, you're absolutely entitled to your boundaries. and people will still pay you with your boundaries. Men will tell you that no one will pay you with the boundaries you have in place, but they will. They absolutely want your attention. They will give you money for it. Like, do not believe them, they are lying. And I think when I first started, that happened a lot. It was like, men will be like, well, no one's gonna give you money if you don't do this. And I was like, really? But then it's like, that's an absolute lie. People will give you money, they will.
1: (laughs) And did you ever find yourself threatened or asked to do stuff that you didn't want to do? And like, how did you respond to that?
0: I mean, I would just leave the situation basically, or just say no, you know, like, you're just that's what's very nice about being like you can still feel pressured even like just on your computer, but you have a lot more liberty, like even if you can't find the words to say no, you just shut the browser, fully leave the situation, and that's why it's that's why it's so great. It's very safe for the most part, safer even than like going out and having sex with someone you barely know.
1: Yes, much safer than that.
0: Which is very, it's very normal and acceptable. And like nobody would ever fire you from a job for hooking up with somebody who you met at a bar, but somebody will fire you for like masturbating with somebody via webcam. And it's like, that's in- that's insane. That's insane. Like, why is it way more acceptable to like have risky sex with a stranger than to have totally safe consensual sex on your computer? Interesting.
1: Yeah. I think what what you kind of highlighted is like the explorational aspect of it as well for yourself. And do you think you've grown in confidence or gotten your routine down and gotten better at it over time?
0: Yeah, definitely, but I I wouldn't say that that's necessarily a product of doing it as much as it's just a product of getting older and just being a lot more secure in myself and my sexuality and like knowing what I am comfortable with. And even like when I started I was a teenager, you know, and now I'm an adult. So it's it's like, it's not that same power dynamic with adult men as there was when I was 18. So what makes
1: you feel like an adult then? Cause I'm always going back and forth. I'm like, obviously I'm not a teenager but I also don't feel like a full adult either. And I'm wondering if like this kind of work had anything to, to do with that.
0: Oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure how like critical this was in my like transformation I think, honestly, it was more like sex and relationships outside of camming that's given me like grown-up perspective. And and it, it's made it like, it's given me perspective too to reflect on the cam girl work and to feel like way more comfortable with it and way less vulnerable in it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely just like a, a bizarre, <laughs> I wouldn't call it a hobby, but like <laughs> an activity that I engage in.
1: Okay, cool. Well, that's it um yeah sounds good all the best of luck like getting a job and everything I feel like especially during the pandemic
0: appreciate it have your fingers crossed I just tracked down this like hiring director's email by like I really I really hunted it down she like didn't even have her full name on her LinkedIn so wow let's just hope that she doesn't feel (laughs) accosted
1: when you suddenly like abruptly send her like seven LinkedIn messages Um, No,
0: I'm not even messaging. I'm messaging her work email. (laughs) Oh, wow. I tracked it down through like the digital yellow pages. I got her last name by searching her company and her first name on Twitter. And then I found her full name and then I searched it in the yellow pages.
1: That is like 21st century level of name stalking for job I know. And it's like,
0: it took less than a minute. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, okay, Barbara G. Mm -hmm, We'll see about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, obviously I don't want to reveal too much about your personal work, your actual (laughs) for the sake of this for Lola's sake. Um, But let me know about job stuff. Cause I, one of my favorite things to do is help people get jobs. And now that I have a job, I'm like all ears for everyone. So lots of love. And yeah, thanks for sharing your story again. That was, that was just, it's just interesting. You know what I mean? Like it's something that I would never do, but I'm just like, wow. We have assets as women, you know,
0: that oh, men absolutely. are willing to pay a lot of money for, which is crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, literally just us talking to them will pay.
1: Yeah, we're valuable. Our attention is valuable. Mm-hmm. So, all right, lots of love. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for sticking around for this episode of Miss Educated. And thank you so much, Lola, for coming on the show. You really provided such an amazing perspective on Link. If you have any other questions for me or Lola, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is miseducatedpod. In the meantime, I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and that you've got something fun planned for tonight. Lots of love. Bye!